We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, family, friends, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for an ice-cold Coors Light, the beer that's made to chill. Listen, There's a lot going on in Green Bay right now, and I feel like we could all use a moment to chill with a Coors Light. See, Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies, perfect for a moment to unwind. Coors Light is what I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in their all-new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. What is up, Green Bay Packers fans? Welcome back to another edition of the Pack a Day podcast. My name is Jacob Morley. I will be your host today. And I've got a really fun episode lined up today. This is something I've been thinking about the last couple of days. And um, it's, it was kind of a fun trip down memory lane. And the way I'm going to frame this little game that we're going to play today is basically this episode is dedicated to all the all the Packers players who have had ever had an article written about them that maybe said they're in the best shape of their life coming into training camp or they cut 15 pounds and are now under 4-3, you know, whatever it is, those fluff articles um, in the off season that really talk about how, you know, player X is going to make some massive huge jump and become a really big factor. Uh, sometimes those are accurate, but a lot of times, as we know, those are not. Um, and I love those fluff pieces as much as anybody um, I read them. I read them right up, just like everybody else, um, because I like to be optimistic and I, and I like to dream. And so this is going to be my all dream team, and maybe not in the sense that you're thinking, but in the literal sense of dream team team guys that um, I had a dream about that I thought were going to be really good. You know that they were going to pan out, that they were going to become you know really good players in the NFL. And for whatever reason, they did not. Uh, but they're guys that have had articles like that 
written about them. So I'm going to go through the offensive side of the ball this week. You know, I'm going to do a quarterback, a receiver, tight end, offensive line, and running back. And then I'm going to give you a little update on their life and their career, what whatever came of that individual player. Um, I'm going to start with the quarterback position. You know, as Packers fans, we have obviously been super spoiled the last 30 years. And let me just preface this, too. I'm 31, so some of these players, um, you know, from the last really 20 years, you know, a span of, of players like that, and there's a lot of good options for some of these, but that's that's just to give you a, an idea to paint a picture. Uh, but my quarterback, someone that I thought was really going to be a good player in the NFL, was Craig Knoll. Uh, Brett Favre's backup. The, he, Craig Knoll actually got cut after Aaron Rodgers' Um, was drafted and obviously took over. Uh, but I really thought Craig Nall was going to be that dude. You know, he came in about the same time as Javon Walker. And I remember reading an article one time, you know, those training camp updates. And it was Craig Nall operating with the twos and hitting Javon Walker deep on, you know, some type of uh, deep routes. And it just, it got me excited. You know, it was one of those things that, uh, I thought he was going to be the guy, and 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 that obviously was was not the case for Craig Nall. Um, the last we heard of Craig Nall was really last summer uh, when that Tyler Dunn piece came out, and uh, we and he had some things to say about Aaron Rodgers. Craig Nall would be a really interesting guy actually to talk to because he was there through a lot of that transition. Um, but what is Craig Nall up to these days? You know, Craig Craig uh, was someone that was drafted out of Northwestern State in the fifth round. He originally started at LSU for a little bit. Um, didn't work out there, so we went ahead and transferred. And what really got me excited about Craig Nall is, if you remember the NFL Europe days, Craig Nall was an all-NFL Europe quarterback. So, you know, the stardom was in his future. It was It was part of the destiny, but then they drafted Aaron Rodgers, and it really squashed that for him. I'm sure we'd be talking about Craig Nall in the same sentences like Tom Brady these days, if if that wouldn't have happened. Um, but he he spent time with the Scottish Claymores in NFL Europe, uh, had a cup of coffee with the Bills, Texans, back with the Packers, back with the Texans, and it, it, he it, you know nothing really ever materialized of of um of his career. I think the one big play that he had was. Uh, I, I remember at the end of a game one time, Doug Peterson uh, was the backup quarterback, but Doug Peterson couldn't, you know, he, Doug Peterson never had a big arm, and the Packers needed to uh, get some chunk plays. I think they were losing by a bunch, and they put Craig Nall in, and he just threw a frozen rope right up the middle of the field for like a 30-yard gain. I was convinced, convinced he was the guy, but obviously he was not. So uh, pouring out for Craig Nall. Thank you for your service to the Green Bay Packers and for um, a young Jacob Morley rooting for you. And speaking of Morley, it, only really, really diehard Packers fans are going to know who this next offensive lineman I'm going to bring up is. It would have been really easy to go with like a Derek Sherrod or a Jason Spriggs or even like an Alan Barber, you know, someone that had all this potential. But I'm going to dig dig deep into the sack and – and bring up a guy, not because he has the same name as me, um, no relation, but just because he's a really interesting story. And I remember being really, really excited about him, um, you know, just reading articles about this guy. But his name's Steve Morley. And I'm going to pause and let you 
think and rack your brain, if you can remember Steve Morley. If you if you in your head said, ah, yeah, of course, Steve Morley, the ex-CFL player who was the number one CFL draft pick in 2003, who the Packers just so happened to land out of Canada, then you got it. You nailed it. Um, but he was supposed to be this dude, this big, huge athletic guy that could come in and play in the NFL. Um, he didn't even last. I don't think he even made the team out of training camp with the Packers. Um, but you look at him, he was a guy that I just I, I just was really excited about him. I remember there was a buzz about him. It was kind of a big deal when the Packers were able to land him out of Canada. Obviously, that stuff doesn't always work out. Hopefully, it works out this year with uh, Reggie Bageltron, but uh, – but it doesn't, it doesn't always translate. Uh, but if you look at him, he actually had a pretty successful football career, just not necessarily in the NFL. So good for him. You know, he, he played for the Stampeders in 2003, Packers in 2004. He also was an NFL Europe guy. You know, had a cup of coffee with the Jets, Seahawks. And then he was back in Canada from 2007 to 2014. Um, so, you know, Steve Morley had made a pretty good, pretty good career out of playing football. You know, probably one of the top football players in the world just wasn't quite good enough to make it in the NFL. Uh, so tip of the cap to Steve Morley from, from Canada as a guy that uh, was a training camp fluff piece story that I really liked. And uh, this, my, I'm going to go to wide receiver next. This, this one really still even hurts me because I'm still – I'm still waiting for this guy to, to break out, and that's Robert Ferguson. If you guys remember Robert Ferguson, um, he had some big games for the Packers. So he, he actually was probably the biggest tease on this list because he actually had some games in the NFL where he really looked like that dude. Um, I remember the two-touchdown game against the Vikings was, was huge. Um, he later on went and played for the Vikings. But, you know, he just never really panned out. And a couple, couple of interesting things about Robert Ferguson – you know, he was the ultimate fluff piece article guy. I mean, I remember going into his second year, his his rookie year, he clearly was not ready for the NFL. And 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 uh, Brett Favre basically made it known that he looked around after this guy ran a couple routes and said, we drafted this guy in the second round. And he wasn't wrong. He wasn't ready. He, he did play better off later on in his, in his career. Had, like I said, had some good games. Uh, but he was the guy, and I think it's I think Jason Wilde, uh from ESPN Milwaukee is really kind of in the same boat as me, wait, waiting for him still to break out because he was a big believer in him. He might have even written those fluff pieces about him. Um, but uh, an interesting little nugget here about Robert Ferguson too is he is the uh, Aaron, so Aaron Rodgers first completed pass for plus yardage in his career, in his NFL career, was to Robert Ferguson. So little piece of uh, little piece of history there for, for Mr. Mr. Ferguson. Um, he was last in the NFL in 2009, played for the Omaha Nighthawks in 2010, and it looks like he has pretty much been um, been out of the NFL since. It doesn't really say here what he's doing with his life or uh, what he's got going on, but hopefully – Hopefully, good things. Uh, next up, this this is going to be a, a wild a wild one. These last two, uh, the tight end position. There is a lot of different directions that you could have gone with the tight end position of guys that 
were all all fluff piece articles. You know, maybe the most recent one is Big Bob Tanyan. We're still waiting on him, <laughs> waiting on him to to break out and have his uh, renaissance. But uh, the guy that I'm really going to go with because it kind of cracks me up is Colt Lyerla. Just because, uh, that, man, there was so much buzz about this guy when he came out of Oregon. Wasn't drafted because he, he quit the Oregon football team, but he was an absolute freak show athlete at the NFL Combine. Um, I think people had huge dreams for this guy and could see him being an absolute star in the NFL. You know, of course, he didn't even make the team out of camp, um, but as an undrafted free agent, there's not many guys that you can say didn't even make the team out of camp. But when I say Colt Lairla, if you have been a Packers fan for more than 10 years, you know exactly who that is. Um, my co-host on this show, Ross Uglum, has, t- has told me in the past he would have been willing to just go follow Colt Lairla around and make sure he stays out of trouble to see if he could get a, get a chance. But uh, unfortunately for Colt, uh, what he's got going on in his life is pretty public. And uh, a lot of the concerns about him – the the reasons he wasn't drafted were off field things, you know, and, and unfortunately it looks like those have really gotten the the best of him as he is he is actually in um he's a convicted felon uh doing time right now. I believe in two thousand nine two thousand nineteen he got sentenced to like two and a half years um at wherever I'm trying to see where that's at. Not that it matters, but Kind of a you know really a, a sad story uh, for Colts and hopefully he can he can turn his personal life around and get that stuff sorted out. Um, but he was absolutely a guy that a lot of Packers fans had very high hopes for, um, just because you kind of get fall in love with those workout warrior type dudes. Um, and speaking of this is I, I saved my my favorite one for last because as as a kid especially uh, you, you kind of likes like obscure players i don't know if and if you do like let me know uh hit me up at jacob morley let me know who your favorite most favorite obscure packers player of all time is someone that maybe a lot of people have forgotten about but you have not and that person for me is damon parker he is a running back out of oklahoma um uh, gosh i don't even know what draft 1999 draft uh, fifth round pick 159th overall played for the sooners was a scat back type dude but as a kid i remember watching him and just every time he touched the ball it was just electric and granted he only played for the packers for one season um but if you remember uh demond parker really his his claim to fame for the packers is his game against Tampa Bay I believe he had two rushing touchdowns and over 100 yards but what is really famous for him about that game if you remember is I believe after he scored his second game he picked his foot up and he started fanning it like there's his feet are so hot that he had to fan them to cool them down I remember thinking that was like the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life when I was a kid and I was a huge Damon Parker fan um, unfortunately for him, kind of like Colt Lair, like he has had some legal troubles. I know he had to spend some time in prison. Um, and, you know, his, his NFL career was kind of short-lived as well. I believe he got hurt. Um, and that's kind of what derailed, you know, the, the, the kind of promising young NFL career that he, he had. Um, and running back was a fun one because there's, there's a lot of names you could have listed at running back, like Sam Congato 
is forever, you know, going to be a Packer legend. Uh, Demond Parker actually had a running mate named Basil Mitchell that w- that had like a kind of a fun game, like Demond did as well. Um, J- Jonathan Franklin is another guy that I think it broke a lot of Packers hearts because you know obviously his unfortunate career-ending injury, but. Uh, there's just been a lot of guys throughout the years, and it, you know any fan of any team could probably go through their team and do the exact same thing. And so if you if you're listening to this and, and you're a fan of another team, I want to hear it. Let me know who some of your guys are that you just really had high hopes for that kind of let you down, or you remember you know reading fluff piece articles about, like I said, like oh they they packed on 15 pounds of muscle, or you know they've changed their diet, or you know, they're, they got LASIK eye surgery, <laughs> you know, whatever it is, um, we want to hear about it. So um, I'll send a tweet out tomorrow or today, I guess, when uh, when this is going out there. But I would love to hear from you guys. Um, just kind of reminisce on some of this stuff is always, always a good time. Um, no, the only rule is you can't say Jeff Janis. That's the only rule. Just kidding. You can say Jeff Janis if he's your fluff piece guy. So, um, that is all I got for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, you know, as we as we go through this stuff, looks like we're going to get baseball back. Looks like we're going to get basketball back. Can't wait for football to be back as well in any type of capacity. Um, just the other day, it really hit me just how much I, I miss and how far removed it, it feels like from the NFL draft. Usually you get to know these guys pretty well as soon as after they're drafted. It almost feels like the draft didn't happen, like those guys aren't Packers yet. So really looking forward to them being able to get into the building and for them to actually start doing some football-related activities um, so we can start talking about that stuff and overanalyzing it like we love to do. Uh, So, guys, again, thanks for listening. Um, We'll catch you on the flip side. And as always, Go Pack Go!
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new health care regimen, including EE system.